0: Topic was Shane.
1: Um, we had talked about, or I, Bill, and I talked about uh, having that discussion about those individuals that sometimes outpace an organization. Oh, yeah, I like that. And
2: it was uh, he's looking up outpace right now. Yeah, I'm not, <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, I when we talked about it,
2: I love you.
3: <laughs>
1: Please oh, don't hurt me. I'm, I'm not. Actually, I wonder what the definition does say about. Uh,
0: really? I don't, of what? I'm not going to look it up.
1: So anyway, that was the topic. Now, Bill kind of coined it a little bit differently and went with the uh, the pathfinder kind yeah. of concept, which I think is a good concept That's well, an analogy to explain the concept. And I think when I first started uh thinking about this concept or thinking about this idea, it I only took it from the stance that the employee that is outpacing the organization is, was doing good, you know, was out of an intent for good. And it was, I think it was talking to Hatch about it, the Hatch kind of turned it on me a little bit and I wasn't expecting it when it was, you know, when an employee is outpacing an organization... Or the leadership of that organization. And then what how does the leadership respond to it? You know, right. I was only looking at it from right. the leadership's gonna respond in a positive way, but he made it made me think, Oh shit. Right. What if the leadership responded in a negative way? And what would that look like? Leave
3: it to Hatcher, take it dark.
1: No, no, it's <laughs> it's the other side of the coin. <laughs> which I, I think is an interesting conversation. Right. So um, so out of the concept of when an employee is outpacing the organization, that's when that term came into professional maturity. Right. Where we talked about, you know, does an individual have enough professional maturity to understand when they are outpacing the organization? So that was it. You know, so just,
2: it just started a good yeah. conversation. The analogy that I uh, we've been using is that um, if you were trying to get from one physical location to another through a wilderness. You would send somebody out ahead to try and find what that path through the wilderness is going to be. You're not letting them set the destination, but you are letting them establish how you're going to get there through the mountains, through the, you know, over the rivers and stuff like that. And that person is that pathfinder who's going to go out and establish the path for the main group to follow the problem with being that pathfinder is, is that sometimes you can get too far out ahead of the main group and they've lost sight of you. They don't know where you are. They don't know what you're doing. They don't know the effort. Yeah. That's going to say they don't know what you're experiencing, experiencing. So, you know, it, it becomes this idea that that pathfinder has to be out ahead. They've got to be out ahead. They can't be with the main group. You've got to be ahead, but you've got to be ahead at a, reasonable amount and you possibly have to keep coming back to the main group and catching everybody up, you know, saying things like, it's not going to make sense up here, but we're about to take a hard left because we've got to go around blank, you know, or whatever. Um, And keeping the leader who's in the main group up to date on this is where, where we're going. Now, Hatch, you, you read into the unknown Lewis and Clark, right? And one of the, one of the concepts with this was you know so an organization is not going to have one pathfinder right people the people in the organization are going to be out there ahead of the organization in different areas All right and, and with lewis and clark when they were trying to forge their their way across the continent trying to find a waterway that joined east coast to west coast they would as they're going upriver getting to smaller and smaller rivers that were, you know, started out on the Missouri, and they, they start getting into smaller and smaller. They come to a fork, two rivers coming together. And they don't know, is the one on the right one, the, the, the one on the right the correct one, or the one on the left the correct one? And they would divide the party, and they would explore 30 miles upriver, right? You're fighting the current, you're, you're going 30 miles to try and figure out, and then they would come back. And they'd have to decide this is the this is the path we're going to take. So when you are doing that, and you've got those pathfinders out there, one piece of this is is that one of those people, all of their effort doesn't end up; it, it's kind of thrown away, for lack of a better term, and that can be very, very hard to deal with, right? Especially if you are convicted that you you think you know the the best way, and leadership says, well thank you, but we're going to go this way, you know? So it's just an analogy to try and, interesting. you know, to, to keep up with that idea. That,
1: what I want to tag on what you're saying. I think when you and I were talking about it and what I was trying to come from was if you find yourself being a pace setter or someone who is out front and you're just constantly that pusher and you're pushing, I wanted to, I, I, I was really trying to talk to that group or those individuals to mm-hmm. say, listen, there are going to be times that you're going to be frustrated, but don't let that kill what you're doing. Right. And, and it's just more of an opportunity to develop some of the that professional maturity that you know that, you know what, I'm a pusher, I'm out front, but it's not going to always look the way leadership really wants it to look. And you know what I mean? Like, right. use that destination you were talking about. That's that vision that we so easily want to just shoot. You know, right. these visions and missions are so stupid, you know. But in reality, that vision is the destination, and we need people yep. to understand what the vision is, and then to start. How do we get there?
2: And the pathfinder can influence that, but they're not changing it necessarily. Right. That's not their role. And if you think your role is to be out in front of the organization, changing it that drastically, from wherever you are as a captain or a you know whatever, um, you're you're probably going to be very frustrated because the the organization is not going to react that way typically to you being that far out in advance
1: so you know again if you're coming from a spot of what I would consider good leadership where you are you value mentoring and coaching and relationships I think it works and you can have those good conversations with those individuals that are out front, really just pushing the boundaries, which I love. I love that group. They need to be there. You have to have them. You absolutely have to have them. Otherwise, an organization just sits stagnant. and It doesn't... Lost in the woods. But the other side of that is if you're not that good leader or that manager, and you are instead that individual who wants to hoard information or not respond well, oh, that person's just trying to make me look bad. Right that's where you start to mess up um, you can mess up the dynamics of an organization so originally I was talking to just one group the out front group right. but then I started to realize thanks to hatch here that really we should be having a conversation with leadership also other I hope other people that are leaders in organizations are thinking about their their right. own involvement when they have individuals that work directly to them with them right you know that are it's easy to let your and ego get in the way and just shut
2: those people down well and one more piece of that pathfinder thing which um so let's say you're out ahead of the group you've gone through that wilderness you're beating a path they can't see all of that effort that went into it they're just following uh whatever that path is that you're establishing when you come back to the group and you say you know what we've established this path this is going to get us there, we need to you know, go this way, and then we'll go this way, and this is how we're going to get there. Um, you have the experience as that pathfinder of knowing all of the things about the terrain that's coming that the main group hasn't seen. You have all of that knowledge, and when you come back to the main group, there's a tendency to forget not just what you know, but how long it took you to learn it. And when you come back, you instantly expect right. the rest of the group to go, yeah, okay. And you're not allowing them any of the time to arrive at the same conclusion. So you, you kind of get cursed with this knowledge that, that keeps you from being um, understanding, I guess. And I, I mean, I experienced it just a couple of weeks ago. We have a true pathfinder in our organization. He brought something to me. And I'm almost, I'm 99% sure he's right on it. But it was brought to me and there was almost like a, we need a decision on this right now. And that bothered me because I was not being allowed the time to get to where he got. I, I need to work through this and make sure that I'm like. Which frustrates him. Sure, yeah. He's yeah. very frustrated. He wants, to, you know. He trust, put the work Trust in. me. Trust yeah. me. Trust he put me. the work in. He put exactly. the hustle. He climbed the mountain. Exactly. And he was, he's out front. He's where we want him. But I am left you know, going, hold on, slow down, let me, let me think through this because I need to arrive where you – I'm going to get there. I'm pretty sure, 99%, I'm sure I'm going to get there. But I need a little bit of time to get there. Not, so, as, not as much as he needed. Why? He's established the path. In this particular situation, it was something that I'm not sure won't bite us. I, 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 I'm 99% sure it's not going to, but there's a potential that it could get us. You need
0: due diligence. Well, but that's
2: that's it. He's beaten a path, and I'm going to walk the path. But I do need to be just a little bit cautious and make sure this path. It, otherwise, you know, are you saying from a trust standpoint, why mm-hmm. not just trust him? Mm-hmm. But do we trust anybody that much?
0: Sometimes, and I get what you're saying, but sometimes I. Don't like using the word trust because it's not necessarily trust. It, I'm not questioning trust. So if you got somebody that's blazing a path, especially somebody uh, which will often happen where you're their you're, superior for lack of better terms, right? So they come back and they're like, hey, I've cleared the path. I've reconned it. This is it. It is a collaboration to get an entire team through that path. So for him to come back or her and say, I've climbed the mountain, I've gotten there, blindly follow me, it's not due diligence. It's like, all right, you got to the path. What are the hurdles? Where did you, you know, it's not, for me, I could say a lot of times it's not a lack of trust in that they are, they did the right thing. We're going in the right direction as much as it is. Okay, I'm going to go back to GORUCK. When that link in the chain falls, going up that mountain, down that path, and that link is gone... Who's next that can carry the group all the way up? So it's more of we need to be a hundred percent together on this path in case something happens. The next person knows. The next person knows. The next person knows. So why
3: is his hundred percent more validating than the hundred percent of the
2: pathfinder? Well, if if you're pointing at me and saying why is mine because well, yours is the example, right? But I'm in this example. I would be the leader of the organization. And yeah, I think the leaders. I mean, it's the all for checks and balances, is, right? Exactly. Here, I mean, if, the, Chief. if the Pathfinder came back and said, "But I'm, I'm putting myself in the Pathfinder shoes." Okay. If the Pathfinder came back and said, "Here's the path. I'm obviously not one." And it's going to cost That's not you. True. It's going to cost you five million dollars. Trust me. Is there no point where you go, "Hold on a second. What what's up ahead that costs us five million dollars?" Or do you just go, "Okay." okay.
0: Here's a check. I got to tell you, I'll simplify it in my brain to the, to the level of you're the battalion and you get a call in from that Pathfinder and says, two more minutes, two more minutes. Do you just go, it's give them Two more minutes. Or are you actually analyzing this going, what's your current in, uh, situation? Give me a path- can report. Catch me up here. Is there something the
2: Pathfinder doesn't know? There is information From your the pathfinder doesn't know.
0: They're inside, you're outside. So I I don't see it as a lack of trust. And I, believe me, I'm, I see the I'm wheels all turning up there. I'm uh, going, yeah, no, no. Engage, and I want hey,
2: to I want to turn it over to you. But the, oh, the oh, I want no, no, you also. It's just but the, hear. the pathfinder is essential to a successful organization, Agreed. as far as we're concerned, because you're not the the organization is not going to grow without those people that are on the outside edge, pushers pushing.
0: And Hatch, you said this before. Hatch is a pusher. He is, but he told me this about an individual I was dealing with before. He'd much rather hold somebody back than to have to push somebody forward. Absolutely. And that always stuck to me going, yeah. Yeah. you know, you got these these guys that are just, or girl, gals that are just cutting a path through, and it's so much easier for, it can be quite difficult actually in leadership to go just, Slow down, man. Yeah. We, need to, we need to get caught up. But, but that's where the frustration comes. It does. That's but easier. It, I'd rather be frustrated and yeah. hold them back a little bit. Going, range, Listen, d- a we bit all just bit. need to catch up than to constantly be pushing somebody right. and pushing somebody. Right. Yep. All right. Hatch. All right. All right. Yeah, the floor it's is funny. yours.
3: Yes. For me personally, I would like to have... To deal with somebody, having to rein them in then it more than it motivate them. But for the Pathfinder, for the person who is that Pathfinder, having those reins on you is very frustrating. Yes. And having that lack of trust. Uh, it makes me think of a scene from a movie. Um Good Hunting. He's in there talking to the professor about uh, the math problem. And the guy's like trying to check his math. And right. he's like, trust me, it's right. It's right. right. Yeah, and he gets so frustrated he lights it on fire. If this doesn't mean anything, he lights it right. on fire, and that so it's that whole kind of thing. The reason you have me doing this is because you know I know what I'm doing, and so I th- I see when, and this is kind of goes back into you know other organizations. If you're the pathfinder and you're you're the one you know blazing that trail, and then maybe the person who is your leader isn't at your same level, your same capacity. Okay how frustrating it is to go back and have to run it through a filter that cannot comp- right. comprehend what you're doing, basically. But,
1: but would you not say that would be worth it for the outcome being what you thought was best anyway for the, for the pathfinder?
3: I would say yes, it yeah, would be. My but point I, but, is but I, but if I you're can frustrated
1: see. to the point where you just get pissed and leave, then your work never comes to fruition. Right. At least your work would come to fruition with some level of frustration, Right. Yeah, yeah. But, but
3: I see a lot of these guys that are hard chargers like that. They're results oriented, and when things stall out, you know, oh, I, I need you to put together this proposal, and it sits on the shelf and it sits on the shelf, and it's, it's great, whatever, but and nothing, it doesn't go anywhere. The next time they're going to do it, how much are you building up that negative of like, man, just complacency? I'll just blow the dust off this, you know, and hand it into them. So I see, it, I see it both sides, really. I, I do. You know, I'm just trying to put myself in the mindset of, because I, I watch this happen all the time. I, I imagine we, we all of us dec- have watched it sure. from both paths, sure. from yeah. the front or
1: yeah. as the, some leadership. You know, um, I, I guess for your situation where an individual, you know, they, they get out there and they get out front and then they get frustrated because they don't feel like leadership's responding to anything.
3: right? Well, and, and it's not that. I, I think sometimes leadership, tries to sell them the support and, and is not direct and honest with them and saying you know t- telling what the limitations are. And so these guys go and they go they go headlong into this, uh, I'm trying to create this, I'm trying to do this path, whatever and then they come back to them and be told, yeah, that was really oh, never that's, the goal. And, yeah. and, but I've watched that happen before, you sure. know. So it's it's a responsibility on both sides, you know. That kind of no, person, if has,
2: you're if you're sending two people up two separate rivers, trying to decide which river right, to take, right, exactly, and you tell both of them before they leave, hey, listen, uh, just between you and me, when you get back, we're going to go your way. Yeah, that's that's problem. That's total bullshit.
3: But the whole thing is, is, and I think in a lot of cases, people don't realize there's two different people. Even if they didn't tell them in that scenario, right. they had to know they can only go one way. So even if the leader didn't tell him, you know we can only choose right. one. But the whole thing is, is when you're doing that, but and the this group who is the blazing blazing the trail doesn't know there's another scenario going on as well. There's a you
2: know oh that's back to what they don't know. Yeah, so and what that's, can leadership do to to be lessen the frustration communication? Yeah, yeah. Be, be direct, be Straight honest up with communication. communication. Even if Which you get farmers, it all, good leadership.
3: Yeah, but I mean I think every organization has has issues with this, you know. Why is it that we keep so much things like
0: we gotta keep this secret before? We it, is it secret hatch or is it because there's a ton to unpack here. You get to a split <laughs> in the road and you got two different because here's the thing, we're going a trail blazer. Usually it's plural. Usually you got a bunch of trails being blazed throughout a department and you're not looking at one, there's seven or ten. Right. So you get to a fork in the road and you got two Trailblazers going down the same mission, right? They're trying to get to the same destination, taking two completely different paths. One goes right, one goes left. Why are you laughing, Hatch? Because
3: like super loud in my ears. I was like, I don't know if this got turned up or you just got fired no, up. No, I, ter- I got, I got, I
0: turned, turned mine up. down. It was, was hot, like, oh, hot was mic. <laughs> it's looking good for my right. So you I got two going. people going. One goes right, one goes left. They're tr- they're cutting that trail to get the whole group through. The one on the right knows how difficult it was to get to their end zone. The one on the left knows how difficult it was to get to their destination, too. Both of them come back to that leadership and go, mine's correct. I'm telling you, I did this. You're going to pick one. You can't split the group and go down two. It seems in surface so much easier because you're going, well, yeah, you got 50 50 right this one comes back gives you the information this one comes back to give you the information as a leader your your job is to kind of decipher through both of these what happens when they come back and neither one of those trails are within the framework of what you feel is appropriate to go down yep no i get it you said we can put this fire out with a little bit more water and you're saying that we and you're just like yeah neither one of those fit in now we're
3: in Adams territory because now is it no decision or the what of <laughs> it. that's so it right. earlier we, episode yeah
0: so I say that to say that it seems so simple in the surface because for me I would consider myself blazing a bunch of trails in different departments I worked for. The frustrating part for me was when I hustled to the top of the mountain, ran all the way back and said, got the path and absolutely nothing happens, no explanation zilch and i just hustled to the top of the mountain and back and told you i got there and now crickets so we deserve some feedback to that to go listen pabel appreciate the hustle appreciate your effort yeah well maybe the organization's not ready it's delayed so that communication did you race
2: to the top of the mountain because you were tasked or did you just race to the top of the mountain on your own
0: on my own most (laughs) of the time it's on my own that's 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 a a big thing it is you're right
2: so you're well if this you're as a as this pathfinder being out ahead of the organization finding that path if you're out there doing stuff that the organization doesn't know about and you go to the top of the mountain and then you come back again they do not have the knowledge of what you've done, why you did it
1: why what you we went why through. we needed to go
2: that way yeah and there's there is a That's the communication so that, you know, and and it goes both ways. There's a responsibility on both sides. You can't
0: just show up and say, guys, follow me. Trust me. You can't, Bill. But if we bring it down to to the level of saying this, we're, I'll tell you where I experienced this. um, And it kind of, it just brought me back to that moment. When the Metro Atlanta Firefighter Conference first uh, started happening and we had a lot of amazing classes that were, Outside of the normal experiences in the metro Atlanta area, and you have all these amazing instructors coming, teaching these different strategy and tactics. All of a sudden you get those people that are in the forefront of the departments that are attending these classes and they learn the skill set and they blaze right back to their department. Hey, I'm telling you, we need to get on board with this, right? So the intent was not, I'm going to go do something that, I'm not freelancing. I'm going out and taking steps that the organization or the people in the organization are not doing. And I'm being proactive. And I'm going to go to this conference and see what they got to say. You go to that conference, you go to that lecture, you go to that training, and you come back and you're like, hose load, search tactics, ventilation tactics. And then you go back to your department and you go, I know we're either doing this incorrectly or not as efficient as we could. And that person... Brings that back just for it to be discarded. They didn't freelance, but you're 100% right. They went out and did something. There's a responsibility from both to go. They did their due diligence. They went and got this information. They brought it back. As leadership, it should be totally absorbed to go. This person is bringing you something. The organization may not be ready. I may not be ready. I may need more information, but a lot of times that can come off as, discarded like that idea what they brought to the table is discarded
1: it definitely brings the professional maturity piece both ways Mm -hmm. again both sides of the coin there's a certain level of professional maturity for that individual because again the department didn't ask you to go do that correct so they the department's sitting there thinking everything's fine right but on the other side of that the department should have some level of professional maturity itself where it says we do need to send people out and see what is the best current practice Right. But again, pride and egos have got to get out of the way.
0: Big time. And uh, if, if we put a specific task on it, that way it's not so just obscure. They go out to a conference, they go train with somebody, whatever the case may be, and they come back and they're like, I just found... A very efficient hose loads our hose loads are antiquated they don't meet the modern needs of what our city or county or district looks like and all that that person has a voice that person took the time to do that listen it doesn't mean that we're gonna go that direction but there there should be a level of respect to go I'm gonna listen to that and if you're not going in that direction as leadership, then that conversation is taking place, and I just think this goes back to what Hatcher's talking about, which is, listen, Pabell, love what you're bringing to the table. We right now have all these priorities in place. Let's stabilize these. Then we're going to revisit that. It's when you bring something and it's just dies off, it's stagnant, it's you feel it's unheard. So there's definitely a level of maturity on both sides, the leadership. And then they have to discern through the fact, hey, is this something that we really need to prioritize right now? And then the person that's bringing it to go, hey, I understand, maybe it's a timing. They deserve to know a little something.
2: And that individual is somebody that comes back, and if you don't do it, if they bring it back and you don't do it, they throw their hands up in the air and they go, fuck, yet again. You know this department doesn't support me. It, was it doesn't Roy trust Kent, me. That's right what to say. It's very roycan. <laughs> <Kent>. Yeah, <laughs> it
0: was Roy Kent.
2: <laughs> Um, but you know this isn't. This is one of those, and that they are part of that group that those pathfinders that go out. Um, but they they bring back an idea, and if you do not accept their idea, just and just swallow it the whole thing. Right. You know, if you if if you came back and said. Uh, We need to change our hose loads, and it would require actually changing the configuration of the the pumper, let's say. Mm -hmm. You might say, you know what? Let's look at the hose loads, but we're not going to change the pumpers just yet. There are individuals out there who see that as an absolute just defeat. Yep. You will not accept, I did all the work. And you're not going to take this. And because of that, screw you and screw the organization. I don't know why you guys don't trust me on this. Which just gets us to the that concept of when you bring an idea,
1: yep. if you think that idea is going to come out the other end at 100%, you probably need to re- reevaluate that. Yeah. Because if you present an idea and it comes out 70% and then some 30% tied into that, that's a win.
0: Yeah, so... I, you disagree, Hatch, you got this. No, I got to
3: manage expectations is what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I was going to say with that, that, uh, and for Bill, I understand those people are there and I've done that. I consider you that
1: person out front. I consider you've always been that person out front, pushing, pushing,
0: pushing. So when I come back and it doesn't happen and it doesn't go my way, now I can tell you, yeah, there was a lot of times where my immaturity or my lack of understanding led me to believe, great, I just hiked to the top of this mountain. I came back and gave you a solution, and you're not going to jump on right. it. It's frustrating, a lot so. of those times, I didn't receive any feedback to let me know why, but then there are times now that I'm very well aware, I don't care what you said. I am exhausted. Right. I found a way, and you're not following it. You could tell me we don't have enough money. We're broke. I don't care what you say. I am not At the maturity level, or at the point where I can accept what you're telling me, and I'm just so I say it's okay for me that that lesson right there is now learned, right? So I had to have that immature moment moments, many, where now I look back and go, yeah, you're not going to appease that troche during that time. Today's troche would be looking at him going, stop acting like a child, man. We don't have the money to invest on that. Appreciate your effort. I,
1: what I hope comes out of this for all of us is that I, I believe, and this could be wrong assumption on my part, that we've all occupied that pathfinder Absolutely. at some point. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But now we are transitioning, and you Are or transitioning because you're going to have future episodes ahead of you where you've got new people that are going to be way out front of you which is going to be hard to even imagine it's hard for me to imagine that somebody could get that far out in front of you but it's going to happen and you are going to have to and i am going to have to and bill and everybody at this table hatch is going to have to stop for a minute and go okay show some professional maturity here mm-hmm. and understand what this may feel like for that individual as well as what this currently feels like for me. What am I doing? Am I being that leader that's just choking right. them down so much or am I communicating correctly? You know what I mean? Like I don't yeah. want to snuff the you don't so, want to snuff the flame
2: to continue the analogy. So the pathfinder comes back and says to the leader in the main group, "Here's where we need to go." And let's say the leader agrees and says, okay, now think about the challenge that the leader has in getting the entire group. Uh-huh. The Pathfinder didn't have to, to worry about that The Pathfinder one. Nope. didn't have to do <laughs> that. The Pathfinder was moving in a single file line through dense forest. All by big. themselves. Yep. Uh, the leader has to bring a huge organization, possibly, with and all of and the thoughts. support that has to go with that, and it's not as easy to move the big group. That's so that's where A-hard. part
1: of the that's where part of the reins and frustration come in, because the individual who took off on their own, it was easy by yourself. And they're going to move, move a whole itself. lot, no, you lot slower. An organization so, behind
0: you. I'm going to tell you where and I wish we can play a video to show this combat okay. ready during the combat ready class. What we do is we have certain uh, fire ground level tasks that need to be uh, done. You got to put out the fire, fire control uh, team. You have a search group. You have a RIC group. You have a VENT group. You got all the forcible entry. The whole works. And as people go through each skill station, they go through each skill station. And, and you know, there's some frustrations because you want to be super efficient, especially when people are watching. But when we get done and we light a building so hot that okay, this is real deal. And the people at the front door are waiting for that one task to be completed, which is forcing the door before they can go in and the search people are going in going where is the hose line. All of a sudden you see these pieces fall together where everyone thought that the no, what I'm doing is the most important thing, the most difficult thing. And if the force crew would just force that door, do damn I can get my hose. And the search crew is going, if that hose team will just get in here and get some water on that fire, we wouldn't be burning up. And the forcible entry team's going, well, if they wouldn't put steel in this door for us to have to go do this. So the incident commander, us, the instructor sitting at the outside, see the difficulty in every single tasks going on and the obstacles that are being presented for each task going on when they're all done and they get to the end zone and the fires out, the victims are out. Everybody's high fiving and everybody's good. But while the pressure is on, everybody thinks that their job is the most important. It is the most difficult task to be done. And if the other people would just do it, but they don't see it only we see it from the outside of the building. So, and it's, it's a cool to watch the, pressure on everyone when you can't move till another person makes that move first.
2: Right. So hatch Mm. earlier you brought trust Mm. up. Why don't we just trust the pathfinder? And I want to flip that for a second on what the talking about, or at least what I think he's talking about. What part of the pathfinders role is trusting that the leadership is going to follow, but they might not be able to follow as quickly with the larger group. I think that's already
3: understood. Is it? Yeah. I, I would think the Pathfinder would understand that a whole, a whole organization is going to grow at a I slower disagree.
2: rate. I don't I don't know. I think we've got some people that I, I know personally that get so far out ahead of the group and don't understand why the group's not with them when they turn around. You know, I am over here blazing a trail, folks, and you are not following me. And it's... You must just be deciding that you don't want to follow me. And if that's the case, then screw you. And that's where that frustration comes in again.
0: So there's a department. I really want to give them credit. I think I know who it is, but I'm not going to spit it out. If this is you, kudos to you. There's a department that did something uh, about this. And here's what they did. They created a shark tank. And one of you guys may know the department. I think I know which one. And what they do is on a monthly basis i don't know if they still do it or not just like the Shark shark Tank show they'd have people come in before a panel pitch that that idea that that trail it's a proactive approach now are they pitching con-
2: the trail or are they pitching the idea of going and establishing
0: the trail it could be either one hey I've already done this I okay. went I got this let me bring it back Department or, didn't ask for it nope no totally, yeah, which yeah. Is, this is this I is proactive' just
1: have a question on so
0: The reason I think that because a lot of times when we're having these discussions, it's hard to put, okay, what do we do about it? Well, by taking a proactive approach and even myself, I'm thinking through this of how we can formalize this. Hey, we're having shark tank once a month, shark tank or whatever you want to call it is a think tank where you come through, Hey, send your stuff so we can organize it. And whether you're, Blazing a trail and coming up through something new, or you're just pitching a task. It gives you an audience to present this to that audience um, proactively, instead of it kind of this concept. It's it's a good concept. It was successful within this department. Uh, I know the crews that I heard it from were pretty. They talk very positive about it, where it's like, yeah, we got this Shark Tank thing, and we go in there. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go talk. H- hose loads would. Hey, hose okay, loads. People uh, leave
2: Shark Tank in tears. Yeah. Not this one, but on TV. But guess what? Because they totally don't understand that nobody sitting up there sees why what they're proposing is going to work. A little truth bomb for you right there.
1: Oh, somebody called 911.
2: <laughs> <laughs> You're right. But. No, but I mean, that's the frustration again. And yeah. I think, but the, the question is, is when you leave, if the if the shark tank, if all of the sharks say no, what do you do now?
0: Do well, you, but listen, the sharks are very well aware that they are the millionaires investing in this, right? They're the ones that are putting the money forward. One thing that we can kind of take care of is these ideas come, we can relay some of the information back as in to, hey, great idea. We're not going to move forward at this time because of this. We have to accept that the maturity level may not be present or the timing may be off, like I said earlier, where I don't care what you said to me. This idea was so grand that you didn't take it and you're a bunch of idiots. That's, what, got I, that's it. what I think mm. Pathfinders yeah. do, the and frustrated ones. Yeah, but remember that the sharks are sitting there going, yeah, I'm the millionaire with multiple business entrepreneurs. You're coming to me for this stuff. They have a level of scrutiny, experience, and everything else that they made the decision at least I got an audience I'm going to give required a certain level of maturity for you to say that. Right now, if they don't accept it and I leave and I'm just totally this they just passed up on a great, you know, on a great idea, it may come to fruition where they messed up. They, Mm -hmm. they should have capitalized on it and some other department does, but at the best, what we can do is say the, is the opportunity present for people to be innovative and, and, be these trendsetters that just bring things to an organization. Is that present? Is that culture present in your organization? Good. Then fantastic for that organization. If you're saying no, we're just not that type of organization where we want that innovation and and these people uh, coming forward, this stuff, then I go, yeah, you got a problem up on top. We should be taking this information.
2: I want to know what you, you're being very quiet. I want to know what you say.
0: Uh, I
3: think it's about
2: uh, skin in the game, you know, and who,
3: what, how you define that skin in the game, you know. For the Shark Tank, we're going to use that example. The the millionaires are putting money up, but they also want a part of their business. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the skin in the game okay. that they're asking of them. And there's always that breakover point. How much of our business do we want to give away? Blah 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 blah. So the problem with our uh, scenario, whatever, in these you know ideas, whatever. Typically, the Pathfinder thinks that the skin in the game was coming up and doing the research on this. Okay. But that's not their their effort. Right. Is their skin in the game. The skin in the game that the leader is thinking of is like, how is this going to impact the next five years? Right. You know, and so it's a completely different, you know, way. And so I think if we could narrow that gap of what they determine or agree upon what the skin in the game right. is i think it would have they would have better understanding going both yeah. sides
0: do you think if you did it proactively hatch like if we were to say instead of waiting for this stuff to come up totally unexpected that comes up and says hey look i want this let's get this change going that we were able to preload it and, and say here's how if you have something innovative or you're cutting this trail, here's where you get the opportunity to present it so we can give you the focus. I'll tell you a lot of times people will come to me and we'll be sitting there having a discussion at the table, coffee, whatever it is. They got my attention and I'm trying real hard, but my primary focus is not hundred percent on that. Where if I was to say, I'm carving out this time, this is innovation time. This is time where you're going to come in like that shark tank. And I'm just using that as an example to go the purpose of me being here right now, all of us, so is 100% to focus. look at you yeah. and see if this is something that's feasible. Let me absorb the entire thing. I think a lot of times, and Bill, this goes back to the original conversation. If I had to be real transparent, there's times where I'm, you got my 50 to 60% engagement, but my brain's really sticking out to, hey man, as soon as our conversation's I over, I got yeah. this meeting and that meeting and everything else, which is unfair. And I don't ever want that to be the I so don't want again, to portray that, but it's honestly maturity on yeah. the other side too. You correct to do that you're to right. understand. So if we were to set up that platform proactively uh, and say, OK, when I do this, this is why I'm here. This is for that hour, two hours. My existence is to absorb all this information and for them to know that that's what I'm there for. So, yeah. you know, right. you kind of one of those phones off
2: question, but I don't remember what the question was.
0: Uh, do you feel? Do you feel that taking? I thought a, it was a question for Hatch. Nah, it, I it may like be more of a though. statement. I think people organizations need a proactive need to, approach. Taking a proactive okay. approach, carving out time
1: specifically for whether it's a individual one on one meeting where you know
3: that's go- the conversation is going to be. Correct. Thank it. you
1: for yeah, tracking there, the Shane. We'll I appreciate go. it. I agree with that.
0: Well, but is that me, really
3: the problem? Is it really the problem that you have to have dedicated time for people to be innovative? I don't think so. I think the problem is organizations. It is. I think more of the problem is, is that 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 level of, you know, like we're saying, you know, if I'm going to put all this effort, you know, is it just going to be put to the side or are they not going to choose my
2: thing? Why am I? Why am I doing all this extra work? Right. So So if I proactively
0: do it, I'm I'm showing you my I'm investing. How much do
2: you benefit your effort as a pathfinder if you say to the leadership, I'm about to head off through this pass
0: in the mountains and I'm going to see if we've got a way to get to our goal? Especially if they're like, I appreciate that. I'm going to link you with Shane because he's already blazing that trail. Let's yeah. get both of you on it. But, I mean, just, just the, hey, I'm about to go. And I, I'm i not talking about asking for permission
2: or anything like that. But just the communication to say, I'm going to go look into this. And if anybody wants to speak up and go, oh, don't go don't go anywhere near that. That one, You're not going to succeed with that because of whatever. I just, I, I know that we... I got we, a question for you. That's why oh, I'm looking at I know at that you. we have... Those individuals that just see and I, I I end up saying it to everybody that comes up to headquarters. If they get transferred up to headquarters, there's a conversation within the first few weeks where I try and tell them, listen, you're gonna get discouraged that things move slower than you think they should. Please do not make that a breaking point for you. That's that's it can be very discouraging. And I you don't want to break anybody. And I, and I think that's where Hatch is coming from. Is how do you, how do you
1: mitigate that from breaking those trailblazing spirits when they just constantly come back, and it's like every damn time I do this, right, my gut wants to answer in this way. Is what? What is your? Why are you doing it? Like are. You know, like, what's your motivation? Yeah, for that's, doing that's it? another piece of it.
2: Yeah. Why, are, why you, are you a trail <laughs> trailblazer? <laughs> yeah, like, what
1: are you trying to make an impact on the department and, and yeah. you're frustrated that way? Or are you trying to set yourself as this trendsetter? You know, I'm like, what's what's that's motivating like, you? I think that's it could a be piece. a bunch of
0: things. You could have an ill motive. I could tell you that there are times yeah. in my early years where I would find a path. Just for the sake of going, see, the one you're on is wrong. Here's the correct one. So you could you could absolutely be ill-intentioned and blazing a trail just to come back and, you know. Rub somebody's somebody nose e- in it. Rub somebody's, exactly. So that raises a good point, too. What's oh, the, wait, what's that's the a, intent? That's a
2: whole piece of well, the. Well, you know, for half part I two, think, we're going to have yeah. <laughs> No, but I mean, if you, let's say we're back to Lewis and Clark, and you've got the two forks in the river, and we can only take one. What happens to the the one that didn't get chosen? A little bit later, where they go, see, I told, I told you, you.
0: <laughs> you, you can't do that. You can't. <laughs> well, you can, and then we well, learn you yeah, how you, to you deal got, with that. You can't control the maturity right. levels, and the, 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 there's a lot of bearables. I just say that. Well, we can control our own maturity levels. Our own. That's Correct. what I
1: hope this conversation does. And that's is just that's the puts, piece. Yeah. Uh,
0: just put some
2: awareness on. Just think about how this may be perceived. How do we other. behave in our departments individually? And I'm pretty sure just about everybody listening is probably one of those pathfinders. I seriously, I, I I think if you're taking the time to listen to us or any other podcast out there on fire service, you probably are, you probably, uh, default to a pathfinder setting. So what part of good the good pathfinding morning.
3: and collaboration to go hand in hand, you know, he used the, uh, Mav-C, uh, analogy earlier and that was a great group of collaborators right you know, and you, if you could look at it we were all you know we, we'd never done this before we were blazing our own trail you know right. but there was i don't feel like there was a lot of well if you don't take my idea i'm out you know kind of stuff it, it was it was everybody throwing in you know a melting pot of ideas and we just kind of sifted through and, and right you know, so yeah, how, how do you get to that
0: but by proxy what we were doing is we were getting all the Trendsetters, uh, trailblazers, that were coming to us, and they were going back to their departments. So what we did as a group together—I don't, I don't
3: mean in the teaching of the class. I'm talking about putting the conference together to begin with. We were all collaborating. We had oh, never done I'd it have, before. We were yeah. we were setting a new. I guess the whole thing was was the pathfinder. Well, that really no. I
0: mean, well, it was just driven to, by vision. First, to first continue of all, it was no
1: quote-unquote leader, but there was a clear vision on what the
0: expectation was. And there was a was. lot of humility yep. in oh. the beginning yes. because after a while, and, and I have to say that if we're going to be transparent, in the beginning, nobody knows what they're doing, right? Right, right.
2: It's very does. democratic.
0: So, so you have a level of humility that you come in with. As we start getting a little bit more refined, then some of our views become a little bit more stringent. We become less flexible. Right. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you start hitting down those different trails where somebody wants to go down this trail and go, no, I think this is it. And, and, and another person headed in another direction. But in the beginning, I think it was very collaborative because we were all trying to figure it out together. There was a lot of humility, but then experiences being gained, but those experiences are different. I may be looking at it from one perspective. You look at it from another. Well, I guess it goes
3: back to Shane's point that it, in the very beginning by communicating well what the vision is then you put everybody into that same pathway and there's not so much, you know, maybe disappointment in setting those expectations.
1: What what do you think is happening right now in the fire service that are topics or items? You know, like what are some trailblazing that's going on right now that organizations are not even sure if they understand as a whole?
0: Oh man, I think I mean I can think
1: of a couple, but I'm curious like what what you guys think. Like what's happening what are what are our pushers out there Involving themselves in and then bringing back to the department where we're going.
2: Well, in know. our department, we've got some some folks that are pushing on nozzles. Yeah, I was going to say hoses, yeah.
1: hose lays. Nozzles. Um, configuration, I see, nozzles. I see a
0: lot of changes. How trucks are laid out. Around yeah. the country with um, just overall directions and vision. In general, broad spectrum, the pandemic changed a lot of the way people did things or how they perceive things are being done. So here lately, whether it's uh, online searching through different uh, blogs and stuff like that, or even here in the Metro where people would question the overall direction of a fire department because of some of the things that we've had to endure the last few years. Broad spectrum.
1: Probably a whole nother podcast right there.
0: I think we just covered about seven of them in this one. We did. We did. Well, that We're was good. I, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I like this conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously. Same here. Same here.
3: Well, I'm outranked in the room, so I don't like it. That's not true. You're not much. what? I'm outranked.
0: Uh, I'm outranked, outranked in the room. Oh, now. God.
3: So I'm having to speak for the common man. You know? That's uh, not and You guys uh, are representing the department, right? Right. And so I'm having to push back here because you know I got I to take up my people. Trying to rein in a little bit. <laughs> my wow. peoples. My peoples. Well,
1: I do want to say that I hope the takeaway is is that it wasn't an answer or a question we didn't right. solve any problems it's just a matter of thinking about what side of that coin you are on whether you are the the, the pace setter the pathfinder well, or all, if you're leading those we, pathfinders yeah. and
2: everybody here at this table and probably most people listening have been in both positions whether yeah, you're a I, station officer whether in you're in a lot
1: of ways you and I and all everybody at this table is occupying both of those at the same time exactly where you're I'm being a pathfinder in certain areas and then I'm also trying to be the other side. You've of got some pathfinders areas. coming to you, saying, right. "Hey, right. Right. are we doing so. this?"
2: And you've got to say, "You know what? We can't do that right now. That way, or we can do we can go halfway, or you know, right? You know, well, 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 well." Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I put the nail in. <laughs> Combustible is available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Amazon, and everywhere else you listen to podcasts. Subscribe to Combustible to make sure you don't miss out on an episode. Follow us on Facebook so we know how many of you listeners there are out there. And you can check us out online at combustiblethepodcast.com. As always, we would like to thank the Golden Dogs and True North Records for letting us use their song Saints at the Gates for our theme music. You can find the Golden Dogs music on any streaming platform. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you later.